Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Are you ready for a paradigm shift? Then stay with me on Voice of Change. Well, our dreams Saturday, the 12th of June, was exactly three days ago, and social media was replete with calls to Nigerians to take to the streets in protest. The right to peaceful protest is a fundamental right of every human being, and it is enshrined by the Universal Declaration of Human Rights by the United Nations, Article 20. Everyone has a right to the freedom of peaceful assembly and association, no one may be compelled to belong to an association. The key word is peaceful. Peaceful. Stay tuned. We're going to explore June 12, the story behind the history. Voice of Change is sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change Podcast today and don't miss a single episode. June 12, the story behind the history. We can only gain a proper perspective of the events of the presidential election of the 12th of June, 1993, by understanding the political climate in Nigeria at that time. In 1985, when General Babangida came into power, the nation had been ruled for 15 of its 25 years of existence by a military government and only 10 years by civilians. At that time, a cadre of military officers had a reason who believed that they had a right to power. The army itself had a yawning chasm in its midst of political officers who had held political offices and had become rich by reason of leveraging on their position, regardless of their rank, and professional soldiers who really just wanted the army to be what it was meant to be, a highly disciplined corps. By 1993, Babangida presided over a hybrid government of civilians and military personnel in a long drawn out of postponed transition program. The journey to the elections of the 12th of June was not without hitches because on the 10th of June 1993, an organization which was not even registered by law and therefore had no legal local standing to sue, sued the INEC and sought to stop the INEC from holding the elections of the 12th of June. This suit was heard by a rookie judge, Mrs. Basi Ikbeme, and at 10 p.m. at night, an interesting hour indeed, an injunction was granted to stop the Nigerian Electoral Commission from holding the presidential elections. This suit was later overturned, and the June 12 presidential election went ahead as scheduled by the 15th of June, the results from this election, which has been reported as being probably the freest, fairest elections in Nigerian history, had begun to be released. The Nigerian Electoral Commission had released results from 14 of the 30 states, and the partial results showed that Abiola was well on the course for a resounding victory. But the unregistered Association for a Better Nigeria, promoted by Chief Arthur Nzeribe, was not done yet. 
having failed to stop the election from taking place, it applied for another court injunction, this time to stop the NEC from releasing further election results. The Abuja High Court, under the Chief Judge of Abuja, Justice Dahiru Saleh, ordered the NEC to stop releasing the results. Saleh was interested in the same judge who had appointed Mrs. Basi Ikbeme to hear the ABN's original court action five days earlier in what was actually Ikbeme's first case as a judge. Even though the ABN had a local standing to sue in court because it was not yet registered. What was going on? Let's take a look at what was going on behind the scenes. As recorded in Max Hewlin's Soldiers of Fortune on page 241. On July 16, even more blatant evidence emerged suggesting that the military used the ABN to engineer the election crisis. The ABN's counsel, Abimbola Davis, who filed the ABN suit in the Abuja High Court, held a press conference at which he admitted that the federal military government had a hand in the Abuja lawsuits. On July 16, he said, Nigerians, we are guilty, but forgive us. It is important and urgent that I speak to the world and to Nigerians concerning the political crisis through which our country is currently going and in which I have played an important role. With the aim of prolonging the military administration's stay in power, we were used in order to create an organized confusion. All of us who participated in this racket never imagined that we would end up in this situation and that blood could be spilled. Further insight into the state of mind of General Babangida is revealed in Omori, the tale of June 12, page 165. Quoting this directly, Omariu says, Babangida said to him, Sonny Abacha is opposed to a return to civilian rule. Sonny cannot stand the idea of Chief Abiola Oyoruba becoming his commander-in-chief at all. Sonny seems to have the heirs of the northern leaders that no southerner, especially from the southwest, should become the president of this country. Sonny seems to rally the northern elders to confront me on this matter. He is winning. The sultan and the northern leaders are of this frame of mind. Where do I go from here? They do not trust me. Without Sunny, I will not be alive today. Without the North, I will not have become an officer in the Nigerian army and the president of Nigeria. I don't want to appear ungrateful to Sunny. He may not be bright upstairs, but he knows how to overthrow governments and overpower coup plotters. He sought to my coming to office in 1985 and to my protection in the many coups I faced in the past, especially the Oka coup of 1990, where he saved me and my family, including my infant daughter. Sunny, you know, risked his life to get me into office in 1983 and 1985. If he says that he does not want Chief Abiola, I will not force Chief Abiola on him. I have just to end the whole matter and go back to the place of my birth. That is the way I feel now. I cannot kill myself for the sake of what the country wants. I am sorry. So basically at the end of the day, the election of June 12 and its results were sacrificed to the will of some powerful forces in the armed forces who had interests that they were pursuing. Quoting Max Hillen's book, Soldiers of Fortune, page 218, you see an incredible irony. He claims Abiola sponsored both the 1983 coup that deposed President Chagari and the 1985 coup that brought his decades-long friend Babangida to power. It would appear that the president-elect himself had been part of the machinery that brought those who now held him to ransom to power. What are the lessons of June 12? First, that this democracy we have today did not come easily and therefore should be protected. 
Secondly, we should never ever allow the country to ever be taken hostage by sectional interests of any sort, by any group of people who have their own agenda to pursue, by those who do not represent or who are not looking out for the interest of the larger society. We should never allow anyone's personal interest to override the interests of Nigerians at large. Further, we see that at the end of the day, we as a country, no matter how large and no matter how populous, the decisions that affect everybody's welfare, and do I say even destiny, your ability to fulfill your purpose within the Commonwealth of Nigeria, boil down at the end to the character of the key players, the leaders, which is why on Voice of Change, when we find that real Nigerian leader that exemplifies bravery, valor, who does not fear death, integrity, a moral compass, who stays true to purpose and what they've sworn to do. We celebrate such leaders, for they are truly rare. At the end of the day, the fate of the nation lies in the character of the leaders that serve us, which is why on Voice of Change, we continue to examine the character of leaders. Our leaders are our ceilings. This is one key lesson from June 12. The nation cannot rise above the ceiling that the leaders impose on it. Well, I hope you got some interesting facts from Voice of Change today. I am sure a huge number of us did not know June 12, the story behind the history. Yeah,